0: This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving.
2: With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy
1: fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
0: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks.
2: So, make the switch to Huggy's Little Movers today.
1: We got you, baby. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago, and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai
2: Ionic 5.
0: With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever.
1: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ioniq 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get.
2: They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you
0: have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals.
1: Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com
2: today to find a location near you. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want,
1: We're back in person.
0: Yeah, is it live or is it Memorax? There's an old school. Uh, I don't ad know or, that one. Is that floppy you know.
1: disks from the 70s or 70, <laughs> late late
0: 70s, early 80s. The, the, it's the guy was. You remember the the famous commercial? He's sitting on the reclining chair in front of the speakers, and the speakers are so oh. loud that the oh, wine glass is coming back. Yes. Is it live or is it Memorax?
1: I do know that.
0: There uh, you go,
1: guys. We did Adler's third birthday. Thanks for the invite. Appreciate a Chuck E. Cheese. It. Would you have gone to Chuck E. Cheese?
0: Hell yes. Oh.
1: I should have invited you. I'm i You sorry. know how many
0: tickets I have left? Because I haven't actually gotten the thing that I... W- well, um, okay, okay, whatever. Well, what
1: do you want? No. Oh, because I have a... What look, I want, want
0: was to be invited, but okay, so. I can't have that, can I?
1: <laughs> I didn't think you'd want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. No. It's Who sorry. wants to okay. go to Chuck
0: E. Cheese? Games and pizza? <laughs> Awful. God, that's the we worst. Had,
1: we had so much fun, but... Um, I got Rub to go in. in the ticket machine, you know, where oh, you yeah. stand in the thing and they would turn on the air Yeah, plus. because, well, Adler got to go in the ticket machine, uh-huh. but of course, he yeah. wanted mommy to go with him. Of course. I had the time of my life in there and of <laughs> course, really I was competitive and that. Adler was just standing there in awe, like, <laughs> wow. And I was like, get the tickets! <laughs> like, <laughs> more tickets for mama! <laughs> I was like, do I use my shirt to collect more? Like, do I open, like, what do I do? How do Sweet. I get wow. as many Can tickets? Can you
2: explain what this is? Because I, I have been to a birthday Party where they do. It's like you're blowing air yes, in it's a just
1: tube. Scu- I'm for sure gonna end you up definitely. With, COVID. Oh, yeah. definitely COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who yeah, knows exactly. what else? You're in a hepatitis C. You tube. are standing <laughs> in a tube, an enclosed tube with dirty paper yeah. that <laughs> other people, lots of people, have stood on, yep. sneezed on. Who knows what? And then they turn on hot recycled air. <laughs> And the tickets go everywhere and you gather as many tickets as you can. And Adler was so cute because he just thought the whole thing was so cool. And then he had one ticket and he was like, got it. (laughs) And I was like, no, no, you need to get more of them. And then he got another one and he was like, one in each hand. I'm done, baby. And I had a whole bunch of them. So anyway, we had a great time. I can't believe I have a three-year-old. I know. I don't know how that happens. I I, I feel the same way every time you mention how old Indy is. When you say, I have a seven-year-old. I'm like, how is that possible? It's
2: crazy because, I mean, I was just talking with Indy yesterday about uh, working on Girl Meets World before he oh was my born. Oh gosh. Yeah. We were, I, and uh, he was like, well, how old was I when Girl Meets World ended? And I realized like, oh, you were only like two. Yeah. Or, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. But Yeah. I
1: remember Alex being pregnant on set yes. when yeah. you were directing and she was, yes. it's nice. Alex is the cutest pregnant lady I've ever seen in yeah, my, she, my entire life. Well, she hated it, I know. She's beautiful in general. That but, is true. But that yeah. is true. My, boy, my she...
0: uh, oldest nephew, who is a child, uh, announced last week that he's getting married my gosh so it is that kind but of but he's life. probably
1: not really a child no he's like 26 th- So, oh my but it's gosh. like one of
0: those things where it's like you can't be getting married you're eight yeah so yeah gross that happens fast well wow. um, also follow my new podcast Stuff Will Wasn't Invited To <laughs> Um, we're starting with <laughs> Mimi War's, War's wedding, wedding. <laughs> and then going right to, uh, Adler's, to Adler's third birthday party.
1: We <laughs> invited Adler's entire class, so his whole oh, school cool. and all their siblings. And so we had probably 80 some odd people there. Oh, wow. yikes. And he, first of all, he's never had like a big event out, outside of being, seeing his friends at school. So when they arrived, he was like, <gasps> What? And his friend Sammy ran up and gave him a huge hug Aww, and just seeing him like with cool. his life that no longer includes me. It was yeah, so he's growing up. He's
0: three. He might he's as well three. be 35 I mean now. He's it's, got a yeah. whole
1: life at school. But yeah. anyway, it was really fun. But so anyway, I was thinking like, is that a, do you want to see 83 year olds running around? With Again, I, I, oh, you do. I, I, you I have nothing whatsoever
0: to, to do with that. I would have been doing ski ball. I would have been playing <laughs> video games and I would have been eating pizza. That's I'm what sorry. I would have. That's what stealing I would have been Stealing
1: tickets from kids. Yeah, it's
0: not stealing if they don't put up a fight. That's all I got to say.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Pod Meets World. <laughs> on <that> I note. <laughs> am Danielle Fischel.
0: I am Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Dell.
1: Oh man, it was so great to have Marty on the show. He's awesome. He's so great. Um, I hope we run into him again at a con. He is in this episode, but if I'm not mistaken, well, this episode that we're about ready to cover is episode number 106, Boys to Mensa. Love. Straight up 90s title. 90s title. I love it so much. It originally aired on October 29th, 1993. And Corey cheats on an IQ test and decides to run with it. A Mensa representative comes to test him at home. So he finally comes clean to his parents and Daphini that he is not actually a genius. Shocking. Shocking. Shocking
0: that Corey is not actually a genius.
1: So um, he is in this episode, but he does not have any lines yeah, so no. he's not really featured he's background. in the classroom he is yeah. a background actor in this scene yeah. or in the scene in this episode forgive me and um yeah i thought this episode was really cute it was written by michael jacobs april kelly and Jeanette Kotichas burley i do not know we who this writer you don't
0: know Jeanette cotitas burley
1: <laughs> i don't you remember do you remember, wow. do you, remember? Well, you
0: don't know i'm not gonna tell you uh, so, i don't i don't remember her at all
2: yeah i mean this is going so far because i mean. I'm trying to real. I'm trying to remember at what point I understood the writers' room. Like at right. what age did I know? Because from our perspective, Michael Jacobs would be the one giving us our notes. Yeah, and he did run the writers' room. But the 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 room is physically in a different building. Yeah, and we would never, you know, and we weren't run throughs. We were they'd around, be there though. Yeah, they would be there, but they wouldn't nobody talk talks. to us. Yeah, nobody. So nobody talked we didn't to know.
0: Aren't there some that stood out to you? Like I first season, yes. I will never forget Ken Kuda.
2: Yes, because yeah, of, because Ken of, Kuda's of that laugh. laugh. And I, I became friends with Jeff Sherman within the first season. Me I too. I interviewed him cause
0: for a Jeff school Jeff I became friends with Manel, Manel who was a around, great guy.
2: Right. But there was also a lot of other people that we didn't
1: really I remember Dexter to. and Strauss. I do too. I that remember Dexter a, and Strauss. Was that first season? Yeah. Oh,
0: that was. Because okay. they brought yeah. me on to Odd Man Out as well. So I, I remember both of them. They were great guys. Right. Um. I don't. Other than Susan Estelle Jansen, I don't remember uh, yeah. any women from the first. I season.
1: agree, and I don't know. So I don't know if this Except is April. someone who, of course, of course, yeah, April. April. And I remember finding April. Arlene Grayson, finding oh, God. producer How, yeah, Arlene Grayson, oh. who, who was amazing, who passed away while we were doing Boy yeah. Meets World. Of I believe bone, bone marrow ca- cancer. Bone cancer.
0: think. our second
2: season was dedicated to her. It's, was it yeah. second or third? It was second, right? It's the Opening. is the first episode of the second yep. season. So opens dedicated. with a message to her, which then started a rumor. That it was the Lily Nixay, or because th- remember, Lily Wait, was what? gone our second season. Oh. So people thought oh, the no. little girl that played Morgan really? had died. Really? Yeah. I didn't know this. I didn't this. know yes. that either. That's what really? people, have, that, there was like an online, I mean, I guess, I don't know if wow. it wasn't online because there wasn't even really the internet, really? but there was a rumor that eventually came back to me in the late nineties. <gasps> somebody was like, everybody
1: thought that that was the little no girl. No way. Oh, Everyone thought Man. Lily was Arlene Grayson. Oh, yeah.
0: I did not know that at all. No, Arlene was a sweetheart. She was she our- was Producer. Uh, yeah. I mean, technically she was kind of like- I, like Karen McCain was her assistant at the time, mm-hmm. or her right hand, and she was kind of the liaison between Michael and that that whole staff and everything on stage. Production, exactly. She
2: she basically yeah. made, made, oversaw all of the production.
0: I just remember she in. would always wear the same kind of sundress with mm-hmm. that with giant a pager. Yeah clipped to the top of her open sundress it would just be there the entire time she had an infectious smile Uh um and was a great producer for kids yeah she was so kind and wonderful Uh, and
1: lovely i have a great picture with her and i i I will give it to the pod meets world show instagram but i feel bad because she has one eye half closed in it it's the only picture i have with her i think but it's not the most flattering picture of her so i feel bad putting it up because she's a beautiful woman oh you
0: know what i'll give you the one i just found our our second is end of first season cast photo
1: and it's oh. all of us together
0: and Michael and Arlene are sitting in the middle of the couch and we're all kind of like around her. Okay, great so that'll be a, that'll be okay a fun that's one. better. yeah she's she was an awesome lady she really was.
1: Uh, so yeah, as we mentioned in this episode Marty York is guest starring as Larry, but he's just in the background. Um, Jane Carr. Who I wonder if Will, do you know who she is? She's a very successful voiceover actor. I do know
0: Jane Carr. She uh, is an incredible voiceover actress. She's also just an incredible actor. She was hysterical in this. She's so She funny. was hysterical. She has in a
1: this. real Bernadette Peters vibe. She
0: does. It's a very just that dry, bringing in that dry kind of British humor. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then Sam Horrigan as costumed kid number two and Dusty Gould as costumed kid number three. Yeah, we're searching we for Dusty. Dusty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're talking searching about for Dusty. For Dusty. So Dusty, if you are listening to this, please get in touch with us. Write us at pod meets world Show at gmail.com, please. We would love to have you on as a guest.
0: We will bring you to Chuck E. Cheese, Dusty. <laughs> if you will please just get in touch with us because we have so many questions, we really do. Um, so yeah, please reach out.
1: Yeah. So uh, let's hop into the recap, unless anyone has anything they'd like to talk about first. No, I'm good. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air.
0: (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore.
1: Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner.
2: It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16
0: or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history.
1: The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered.
0: Then you just send the box back, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S., and you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive, along with your originals.
2: I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box, and I got into my old storage unit and found about... 40 tapes, all different media, and I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold.
1: Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized, and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift.
0: So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories.
2: Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60%
1: during their best Mother's Day sale
0: ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly.
1: That's LegacyBox.com slash world. This
0: episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving.
2: With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit.
1: That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
0: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, And helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So,
2: make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today.
1: We got you, baby. Summer is steadily approaching, and you know what that means.
0: Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation.
1: Okay, maybe. Being thirsty. Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations.
0: With your shirt on.
1: Yes, with your
2: shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and
1: torture everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV.
0: It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single
1: stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water, and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And
2: you can travel with liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when
1: you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn
0: your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV.
1: Get 20% off your first
2: order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout.
1: That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. It's 2024 and stress is already everywhere.
2: Deadlines at work. Your kid's screaming at you.
1: Non-stop traffic. The world
2: is ending.
0: That's a big jump there, Ryder. Sorry, kind of true. Yeah, well, when we want to get away from the struggles of everyday life and have some comforting me time, we break into some Keebler Sandys.
1: Let's say it's finals week and Mr. Feeney has scheduled all of the tests into one day. How will Topanga find a comforting moment to herself? Go to the mall? Mm, Not with this hair. Play guitar with her father, Jedediah? Depends on which Jedediah. Bite into some delicious Keebler Sandies? Exactly. Keebler Sandies are buttery shortbread cookies made with simple ingredients.
0: And each Keebler Sandies cookie is baked to perfection by the adorable Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and texture that melts in your mouth.
1: God bless those little Keebler Elves. When you
2: need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going.
0: So, the next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
1: Tell the elves Pod Meets World sent ya.
0: They're real. I've seen them.
2: I definitely remember shooting this episode, um, which was good because I didn't remember the episode itself. But right. like when I while I was watching, I was like, oh yeah, I remember wearing that mask. I remember in that being in that outfit. And uh I actually had a pretty Significant part
0: in you this episode, you did, it, it and was, it's the
1: first time we see you in the Matthews house. Well, other than the the yeah. the, the hair, the, the hair. hair, yeah. So was, you're kind of more well, one no, of the. Well, no, the group. shooting
0: of the, it, with the the no that was in this that's in this episode. Right, yeah. I get, I'm getting so confused, but this is really where they seem to start to establish yes. Corey and Sean.
2: Yes, the, and for that, sure. That Sean is this you know, bad influence. Like well, like you have a
0: character. There's yeah. an actual character there and it's like, Oh, it's the two of them are yep. going to be connected.
2: I wonder if this was, I mean, I wonder if this was really the episode where they kind of discovered that. You it, know? It, it seems to be, yeah. I mean, it
0: totally, it totally seems to be the seed for everything to come, to come. Yeah. between Corey and Sean. Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, we start in Feeney's classroom where of course, because I notice that there is another girl In the front in the front seat where Topanga sits in the last episode, the episode we talked about with Lee, there was a different girl in the front seat. So they just keep putting a different girl in that front seat. The female death chair, the female (laughs) death chair, except, yeah, I guess, because I I did 104 and then just wasn't back for a few episodes. Um, So in the classroom, Corey has a red clown nose on. He's making faces to Sean while Mr. Feeney is speaking. He tells Feeney he's trying out the nose for his clown Halloween costume and uh, Feeney compliments Minkus on his excellent schoolwork, per usual.
0: Can we also talk about Holcomb? Yeah,
1: I wrote it. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> so know so it. Much the first time I heard it. So the Did first you? time you mentioned it, I didn't remember hearing it in the episode. And then you mentioned that he didn't do it in an episode. And last night I was writing notes, so I was looking down, and I Holcomb. just heard Holcomb, and <laughs> Holcomb. I went, "Wait, Wait. a Holcomb. <laughs> Holcomb! I heard a Holcomb." Holcomb. So here's Holcomb, the funny thing: he says, "How come?" in this scene at least six times, yeah. but only one of them is a Holcomb. <laughs> yeah. And it's yes. the one, yes. it's the first one it's he the says. the first one. He says, Holcomb, um, yeah. so he We're says, talking about
0: Corey, obviously. Yeah, Corey says
1: that, Corey gets a C on his test and he compares it to the student next to him who also got a C, but Feeney had praised. different feedback for both of them. One of them was, you know, nice effort and the other one was, you know, a little disparaging to Corey. And he says, Holcomb, he gets, you know, praised and yeah. I don't. And then, then he goes up to Feeney's desk and, and he says, him, how come? And he says, how come? How come this? How yeah. come this? And he says, how come? A bunch of different times. And it's totally fine.
0: Yeah. But the first one is a, is <laughs> a, a one. Holcomb. definite Holcomb. Holcomb. Holcomb.
1: It's Holcomb. great. Um, So Corey asks Feeney why he never picks on Minkus. And he says, well, Minkus gets nothing but A's. And Corey says Minkus gets away with anything like making paper airplanes. And now we get to see one. We get it's a great to joke. See. It's so Such cute. A it's a great joke.
3: Amazing paper airplane.
2: Yeah. It's a great I, joke.
1: We'll never get over how incredible props departments are yeah. on sets. Oh,
2: it's amazing. It's magic.
1: It is absolute magic. You realize a prop department would get the script the same time we talked about getting the script. Yep. So the night before an episode. Now, to be fair, outlines go out a week or two ahead of time where there's some notice notice if it's gonna be
0: something major usually exactly like we're
1: gonna need it we're gonna do this they may have known that a paper airplane was gonna be in it but maybe not but they probably found out they needed to have an elaborate awesome paper airplane the night or two before Mm -hmm. they needed to have that done yeah and then they just make it happen yeah and I have had a, a shelf sitting on the floor of my house for six months because I don't <laughs> Cannot, know how to hang it. Because you don't have a prop department. Because I no. don't know how to hang it. No. And I think, how? How are people so good at this?
3: Yeah,
2: um, I love the art. Uh, art department is the, the the most mysterious to me because I have no talent, like drawing or, yeah. or ability to think in those kinds of visual prop terms. Like I just can't build anything. i just not. But it's also what I think is kind of the most important. Like I love it. In, in terms of filmmaking, like that's, I love when the the art department feels realistic and lived in or when it takes bold yes. stances. I think it makes or breaks. I was, was literally like, just going to use those well, exact words. It well makes like, or breaks. Well, it. like, um, you know, a movie that I couldn't stand, but I still loved because of the art department was uh, Joker. Mm. Like I, the way that that art department was able to create New York in the 1980s yeah. in that like gritty, it's yep. like a very specific world and that's all art department. It's, it's like so a Serpico beautiful. kind of feel oh to my my God. God. Yeah, 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 it's And like, yeah, so I think it's, it's like the most, it's the m- most difficult part of the job for me to wrap my head around, but it's also the most important.
1: Now I, I know it. it's a, a circle, yeah, which is not the hardest shape in the world to make, but you- you built your wife's wedding ring. Yeah. You like ring. smelted like, the metal. No, You're like, I have no talent. I can't wrap my brain around it. And then from scratch, you smelted the metal. You, you just wanted to say the
0: word no, smelt. Because, no, Sue and I have literally talked about this where, where it like, Rider,
1: it's like I see you out there with a pickaxe, like I've got to find the right metal. Thing in the world you have done, yeah, it is. It, it makes us love you so much uh, that you are yeah. such a romantic. <laughs> yes, that Maybe. it wasn't just enough for you to design. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing, actually. Please I think tell about the story.
2: No, I just, I. It's because my dad had made my mom's ring. My oh dad my gosh, it's had, so cute! My dad had um, made a, a wax, a lost wax casting, which is where you carve a ring and wax. And then you create a mold from that, and then you use that mold to pour the the gold or silver or whatever metal into the mold, and you have a ring. Uh, so I had always like grown up like you do, yeah. right? Like well one does. I, my dad it was it was always super crafty. Yeah, he built the house he grew up in, and yeah. And, yeah. and he was an artist and a draftsman, and he could do all those kinds of things. And I think he had done it as part of a class. He had taken a jewelry making class when when they were together and so he did this. Anyway, so I always knew that in the back of my mind as as a sort of family story and so that's why I did it. I, and and I I had to ask around friends and friends like does anybody know anybody who actually like makes jewelry and I found a guy in Echo um in Echo Park and I went to his house for 4 weeks and he I It took you 4 sh- weeks? Well, <laughs> is this like and a then they cut his lines you seriously you, you were
1: crazy well, you lived at a guy's house no
2: <laughs> guys i would go what would happen i was writing at the time with my brother downtown la and i was living in silver lake with alex so I would have to go to my work with oh. writing with my brother, but I would really sneak away for like an hour or two to Got go it. into this You'll basement where this guy had made, and he would, he, he taught me how to do like the basics and then I would just have to sit there and carve oh and he gosh. he was like, he was like trying to be like my Mr. Miyagi. He was like, oh, he wouldn't it. let me use his tools. I had to get all my own <gasps> tools. Oh yeah, no, that's
0: a
1: thing. And and thing I, you're never going to do again. They're
2: never going to do, I mean and I, and I like you, the, the reason we're having this conversation is because I was bad at it. Like I was shaky. I'm not good at like fine. You are, couldn't are, are, be a surgeon. No, no. Okay. You and could.
0: I, It'd just be a really <laughs> bad one.
2: And the ring t- is pretty ugly. No, uh, it is not? It is. <laughs> wife doesn't wear it anymore and I I, you know it was I was trying to incorporate diamonds because of oh it's a it's a any you know it's it's an engagement ring I want to incorporate diamonds anyway I didn't
0: make the diamonds did you no but I had to go get them
2: I had to go downtown he sent me downtown to like get my own gold and get my own diamonds. so I spent weeks like going through this weird secretive journey of like yeah, someday I'll, I'll write I'll write a story about it because it was wow. it was actually pretty interesting and the guy was really interesting and kooky and would tell some funny stories. In um, your
1: story, can the woman say no after all that? Yeah, exactly.
0: oh, that's kind of <laughs> great. That kind of be great. I want
1: that to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Anyway, so I just wanted to mention that because writers yeah. like, oh, I'm terrible at all this stuff. Yeah. but He made his wife's. I'm room just
0: gonna to say smelt again. <laughs> just I just, <laughs> just want to say that one more time. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, for for the record, I think. For the props department, we were throwing out props. It was, it was Glazer, uh, David Glazer and Mark, Mark Papson, right? Correct? Yep. at yeah, this, time? this first it season. It was. Okay, yeah. So those are uh, a shout out.
2: I think they were our props guys all throughout? All no, because then
0: Mark Papson left to go do Seinfeld.
2: Oh, wow. And he wow. only did a
0: season of Seinfeld. And then Hector came in. Oh, yeah, in.
2: Hector. That's right. Hector he came great. in.
0: And then I guess it didn't work out with Mark on Seinfeld. And he, he came, came back. back to Boy. And then it was mostly Hector and Mark. Who were, who were there. Interesting. Hmm. Um, so yeah, we they, they switched it up. But we, we've we talked about that before. We talked about Dr. Papson.
1: Yes, that's right, Dr. Papson. Okay, so we move into the school hallway, and Ryder is waiting for Corey in the hallway after he had detention in art okay. class. Okay,
2: I have a distinct memory okay. of how bad of an actor I was making this scene. In front of the audience, I was trying to play waiting for Corey okay. in the opening of the thing, and I checked a watch that I didn't have.
3: Oh, I did remember you really? doing that in
2: one of the takes. It's not in the take that oh, we used. that's great. But I remember in front of the audience, I was drinking my juice <laughs> or whatever I'm supposed to be doing. And I was supposed to like, but it was so. it's so clear to me now that I was like indicating acting. Like right. I need to show that I'm waiting Passage for of court time. Yeah. Passage of time. So I'm going to look at my watch. And I didn't have a watch. And oh, I remember in front gosh. of the audience looking at and down and being like, oh, that's bad oh, acting. No.
0: Oh, it's I kind can't. of a funny joke though. <laughs> if you wanted to turn that into a joke, that would have been great. Just uh, been great. tap
2: your wrist. Yeah. Oh. Like, uh, this yeah, to me
0: by the way in you know you've been on the show already but this to me is the first sean scene
3: yeah
2: like oh, this right. was sean to yeah
1: me you're right because i'm time. like
2: i'm helping him get in trouble well, you're I'm checking the sitting. garbage yeah right? I'm you're not, you're you're not right. sitting
1: you're not behind him in the classroom yep. you're not next to him in the cafeteria yeah. you have we see your physicality we see yeah. how tall you are yeah. in relation to this him this is
0: sean for the first time yeah. on the show, too. That's me. true. That's interesting. Um, you yeah. know, that and I remember distinctly I wrote that down. I was like, oh, this is this is Sean. So,
2: so like, we definitely shot this after Corey's Alternative Friends. We shot this after and it aired after
3: Corey's Alternative Friends. Yeah, that makes again. sense.
2: Because yeah, Corey's yeah. Alternative Friends would have been my so this was probably soon thereafter, and yeah, becoming becoming more of a, an actual character. I mean, I this is the first time it feels like Corey has a best friend, yes, yeah. who's his sidekick. And I'm, I'm like in, a sidekick you're in, in this it together, yeah.
0: and you know you are. Yeah. But the thing that's kind of interesting is you're the one trying to talk him out of doing eventually, the thing, yeah. and he's the one going, "Come on, I'm going to do it anyway. What's yeah. the problem?" Yeah. Um that that is something that never comes back. Yeah. It's yeah, that never comes back. Well, not really. Corey is always then kind of the timid one.
2: Yeah, but I'm trying to think, isn't doesn't second season have a lot of like Corey Sean hijinks? Well yeah. Well, that's that gets what I was gonna say. Hijinks, the
1: scheming. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Remember the first episode where I yeah. talked about it where I was like, I thought it was gonna be a scheme where Corey's like, Hey, what why don't we go to the game after school? Right. And I and then I was waiting for that to turn into something, but and it was just it never did. It yeah. Never yeah. Did. yeah. This is where I, this is, I think, the start of Corey and Sean are always scheming. They're yeah. hatching a plan. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. This is kind yeah. of the beginning That's of that. That's
0: what I mean. It's a, This is Corey and Sean. Yeah, like, you the get hijinks. to see it now.
1: It's, yeah. yeah, it's very cute. It's um very So cool. Sean finds the answers to an IQ exam in the trash can, which.
0: Like you do. Okay. <laughs> like,
1: <yeah>. hmm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but sure, we buy it. Well, we buy (laughs) it. We buy buy it it for the episode. Corey says the answers to the IQ test is one thing that Feeney will get, well, is the one thing that will get Feeney off his back.
2: And I love Sean's logic, which is this is a test that doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. So interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of works, I guess. But yeah.
1: Also, a little ahead of its time. Like IQ tests used to be a big thing that we gave kids and then put a lot on that. Like. Mm -hmm oh, where did you fall in the IQ? Are you average? Are you above average? And now we look at IQ tests and we go, really, a lot of it depends on how good you are at testing in general. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, and they're kind of arbitrary. They don't really mean a whole lot. We yeah. don't place as much weight in them. So it's a little, for Sean, it's a little ahead of his time. Like, yeah. I'm not going to waste my time yeah. on this thing that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't get me an A. Right. right. So he's over it. And Corey's like, yeah, but what if I get to skip every test after this? Because Feeney thinks I'm a I'm a genius. So Sean actually tells him not to do it. But Corey says he's not smart. And tomorrow he's going to be a genius. And sure enough, the next day, we're in for, in Feeney's classroom. He announces that there is a student who got the huh. highest IQ score and who deserves a special mention.
2: Ben's aw shucks face throughout this. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning <laughs> of this scene is one of the funniest <laughs> things. Where he's just kind of like raising his eyebrows yes. and looking around like, That's yeah. me. I expected oh, it Oh, please. It's it to so funny. It's really oh good. Yeah. He, he just keeps that going for that whole first half of the scene. I Which, dying. by
1: the way, it is maybe aside from the fact that Feeney already knew going into it, that there's no way this was legit. Him knowing it's him. If you were a genius, you would probably be completely unsuspecting. Like, what? It was me? Are you sure? There's no way. But he is making this face to everyone in this big exaggerated way. (laughs) It's me. It's me. It's great. That's so funny. And I love how,
0: and we we can get into this also later in the episode, but I love how nobody buys it.
1: Oh, yeah. No but one. there's
0: not a single person that's like, wow, we didn't expect that. Yeah. Nobody Feeny, buys it. The You know, the, it, Lee, you know, yeah. Minkus, nobody's parents, nobody buys it. But they don't
2: make it explicit.
0: No. And that's right. super that's interesting. Cool it's like buried it.
2: throughout the whole episode. Yeah. So I think like watching it with Indy, I think that there was some like, do they know? Do they like... Okay. I think he, you know, he didn't quite understand IQ, uh, like the whole concept of like cheating and IQ, but... He did understand. He was always like, is Corey going to get in trouble? You know, mm. like, is, is Corey, are they going to finally talk about, you know, does he know? So I think for kids, it does kind of work. You yeah. Know, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Sense
0: I it. also like the idea of we're not, we're not going to call you on it right now. We're going to let, your, let conscience, your conscience, we've, we've raised you. you well enough to know yeah. you're eventually going to call yourself on this. So we're going to see pretty what pretty
2: extreme happened. to let some like state testing
0: worker. I what know. is she?
1: What organization is she from? With I mean, Mensa, Mensa, I think. Mensa? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah.
0: Where it's like, okay, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, very I did strange. like
1: though th- their argument was w- at the end. Betsy does say we didn't have any proof, and so it is it is an interesting thing, yeah. to say we're
0: not going to just call you a cheater.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. not just going to outright call you a cheater because I truthfully can't. I I don't suspect that it's the truth, but I can't right. prove that you are lying, and so I'm going to let you face the consequences of this until right. you're willing to come clean, which. I think is is actually smart parenting. Yeah.
0: Or Corey really is a genius and Betsy and Rusty's characters are not smart enough to realize. Mm. It. That's also probably not what it
1: is.
0: <laughs> it's probably not. <laughs> it's probably
1: not. Uh, so Minkus thinks he's the one who Feeney is going to announce as the genius in the class and then he finds out he came in second. And one of my favorite things that happens in this scene that I do not know if someone told her to do it or if she just did it on her own. But the girl who is sitting in the front seat is drawing on her arm with a sharpie. I didn't. She
0: this. really I didn't notice you, that either. She's
1: just like this: what head down, uh, right left hand with the sharpie. Wow. Right arm, either drawing on her shirt or lifting her shirt sleeve up or drawing on her arm. Something she and I wrote. She's giving
2: herself a prison tattoo. Girl is
1: drawing on her arm with a sharpie, and I thought, <laughs> I wonder if somebody told her to do that no, in the it's... scheme of uh, genius. Like oh, oh, do something. Do something that's
0: not that not it. geniusy. Yeah. That's, that's gonna a little show weird. That you're, yeah, yeah. No,
2: I bet you it's just a bored extra.
0: Yeah, yeah so. I think so. Was, was just like, I'm gonna draw right here. I anyway, also I think it's that- funny that neither of us saw that. How we're all watching different things when we watch the show because oh, that's yeah. your
1: seat. That's exactly what I'm looking at. I so wanted to call what, it the Tunga seat. Saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's like we didn't even notice that. No. Right. No. But that you're like that's where I'm supposed to be. So I'm noticing everything she's doing. Look at her.
1: She's drawing on her arm. Unbelievable. That is, that's exactly why I was looking at it. I was thinking, my my, I should be sitting that's there. My, that's my seat. That's my seat. <laughs> uh, so Mr. Feeney says he needs to bow to Corey's genius and Corey turns to Sean, suspecting that Feeney knows. It's a big, uh-oh.
0: It's a very big deal, Mr. Matthews. Yes. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Very cool. Uh, and then we are in the Matthews living room and we see for the first time that Betsy, Amy Matthews, does have a job, at least part time, out of the house. Yes. In every episode up until this point, she has been handing someone an apple, fluffing pillows, who knows, you know, doing something yeah. with laundry. Lily, laundry. Yep. Uh, and this time she's dressed very nicely, and we learned that she is at least a part time real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she is um, getting a house. ready. Yeah, she's showing a house. I think and it's
0: still the brick split, split level. On level. Oak That's true. I remember you always remembered that line. <laughs> I do. It's so well, she's in one episode, she's just, and it's just stuck with me. She's trying to sell the brick split level on Oak Street.
2: And Will would say this for all seasons. You don't remember this? Oh, no, no. yeah. It she, was always like, <laughs> I don't know why it just became the joke. It, did. it was like, where's where's Betsy? Well, she's trying to sell the split she's still level. She's trying to sell that. <laughs>
0: split level on oak street been so six it, years on the market we haven't seen that yet that doesn't no i don't yet. think so no. yeah okay <laughs> i've not heard it <laughs> I thought no. about that. It's like, oh, wait, is this the Brick's
1: foot level? Nope. Oh, no, But gosh,
0: she yes, has. So it is a showing that she's doing yep.
2: some. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. So she's, yeah, she's showing a house. But we're going to talk she, about this later because she's also called a homemaker at the end yes, of the episode. So she's a very homemaker confusing. with a part-time job.
2: Yes. Yes. That's was, what he says. Okay. And she's
0: also a real estate agent. Here. All
2: right. We'll get into it. But yeah, that was interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I wonder if a homemaker is something different than a housewife. So we'll discuss that when we get to it. Yeah. Because he mentions a homemaker and then talks about how... All of this helps to create the home. Right. And part of that is she also works outside of the house. Ha- and that helps bring in extra income. And so that's what's making the home work. Interesting. Yeah. It's like an ecosystem. I don't know. We'll yeah. talk about it later. So um, uh, Amy says that they're going to buy Morgan's Halloween costume tomorrow. So, it, you know, we have the Halloween theme running through the episode. Eric walks in and he's going to watch Morgan now and he says he's going to teach her how to take out the trash so that he doesn't have to.
0: Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is one. This is an episode I think if memory serves and I could kind of hear it because I know my voice very well. I think I had a cold. Oh, really? And so it was one of those things where, you know, I'm living in L.A. for the first time. I'm, I'm 17 years old. I'm living with a legal guardian. And it was like, Oh, you're not you're not just allowed to call in sick because you have a cold like the yep, show right. must go on. Yeah. You got to yeah. You got to go off and you got to do the show. And then we're talking about coupling people up, or pairing, pairing characters up. This is really the first time I that Eric ever calls Morgan Weasel.
1: Yeah. Weasel. And
0: so they're trying. I don't to, remember like, that became
1: a thing. It did
0: for like three episodes. It right. was like they're trying. OK, it's going to be Eric and Morgan. We'll try this pair like that pair didn't work so let's try this one and this is when they were really trying to now pair us and up.
2: could you drive could your character drive at this point no because they talk about you getting a ride
1: yeah we'll yeah. call dad
2: for
0: a ride home so we how old to get you a ride to be? Home. I thought 15 well because doesn't Amy say it's either in this episode or the last episode she says I've been a parent now for 15 years oh okay so, so you're, you're not 15, quite so, mean, 16 yeah. I'm not, okay. and, I always and thought and you were says, 16 because I did that... too and then she also says he was born in 1978
1: oh and you guys are going together to the Aerosmith concert
0: right yes 78 yes.
2: would have made you Fifteen, right in '93.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was seventeen and I was born '76. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, and then it switched around where that you know then. I, yeah,
2: because what grade did you end up being in? Oh, well, guy, we all yeah, jumped Yeah, by
0: the, yeah, that point, I was like a, <laughs> a 14th year senior or something by the time I was, we were done. I'd been at Pembroke, you know, for 35 years. Or
1: so. but, John Adams. Yeah yeah, but, yeah, yeah, both.
0: Yeah, but they were they were then, uh, yeah, trying to hook Eric and Morgan up where it's like, all right, let's try this pair now and see if this is going to be some comedy here.
1: And you are cute with kids, which is, you know, I mean, later on, you ended up being paired with a child as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I like working with kids. I just don't want them around me all the time. Right, right. We get um, it. We get so, it. You get don't it. like...
1: Yes having. <laughs> exactly. Do, do you? you, 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 you I get because it. Ryder brought one to the Very house hard. today. <laughs> so. I asked
2: permission. <laughs> I could have found a babysitter if I needed. No, never. Of course. No, I, I love kids.
0: I really do. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies.
2: Especially when they start
1: really moving.
2: Deadlines at work! Your kid's screaming at you.
1: Non-stop traffic! The
2: world is ending!
0: That's a big jump there, Ryder. Oh, sorry, kind of true. Yeah, well, when we want to get away from the struggles of everyday life and have some comforting me time, we break into some Keebler Sandys.
1: Let's say it's finals week and Mr. Feeney has scheduled all of the tests into one day. How will Topanga find a comforting moment to herself? Go to the mall? Mm, not with this hair. Play guitar with her father, Jedediah? Depends on which Jedediah. Bite into some delicious Keebler Sandies? Exactly. Keebler Sandies are buttery shortbread cookies made with simple ingredients.
0: And each Keebler Sandies cookie is baked to perfection by the adorable Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and texture that melts in your mouth.
1: God bless those little Keebler
0: Elves. When you need a comforting
2: moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going.
0: So the next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
1: Tell the Elves Pod meets World sent ya. And with 25% off, you can send some
0: to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
1: Go to books.com and use promo code world for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S scom
0: promo code world. Books, promo code world.
1: When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose.
0: Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV.
1: The standard ultra-fast charging
2: capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus
0: kilowatt DC
2: fast charger.
0: So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia.
1: And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai.
2: It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com.
1: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. Okay, so Eric says he will take Morgan to get her Halloween costume today. She's very excited. Corey and Sean walk in frantically.
2: Okay, this was another horrible acting moment. Do you notice Ben and I just standing there waiting for the door to open? No.
1: Oh my really? God.
2: Because you exit and we oh. happen to be entering, but you could see us just,
1: just like. standing there? Wait, we can actually see your silhouettes? No, once the door, the door opens, opens we it's just so just obvious standing.
2: that like- we are, You didn't like, run in.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, look at me. I'm just standing there waiting for the queue. It's like the most-
0: oh, it's oh, so funny. Such a bad actor.
1: No. (laughs) why do you think like David Trainer is the director. We we know as directors that yep. that is something you tell you have to tell actor kids to do. <laughs> take a couple of steps back. Cuz he missed that take. Run up. But you know
2: also like we probably did 3 or 4 takes and this was just a take where it looks yeah. really right. bad and for whatever, you know, and, and the director doesn't get final yeah. cut. So if there's right. another reason that they liked another take, yeah. you know, cuz David could have been great and given us that note,
1: but <laughs> It's also possible that there's just so many things on kid time that some oh, yeah. things just slip through the cracks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I imagine but yeah, okay, so I did not notice that, ju- mm. you know, but you obviously did because it, it's you, but mm-hmm. I thought you were wonderful. <laughs> um, so you, you guys, were great. yeah, you guys walk in frantically and uh, Amy and Eric know something is up and it must be terrible. Yep. And then you guys, you guys leave. Then we're <laughs> up in Corey and Eric's room. Corey tells Sean, Mr. Feeney knows he cheated. Sean opens the letter Mr. Feeney wrote to Corey's parents. Now, I don't know if this was a continuity thing or what, but like, Corey definitely says, what are you doing? That's an that's an envelope addressed to to my my parents. parents. Yep. And then the argument is, we'll just put it in another white envelope. I assumed that meant on the front of the envelope. It it said Mr. and Mrs. Matthews on it. But I guess it It was was just just a white sealed envelope.
0: Yes. Or they wouldn't know that it was originally addressed to them. So or you can it'd be easy to forge, forge their name, name on the outside like, of the yeah. envelope. The I house. also love how Corey the idea of like we'll just put it in another envelope was like, Whoa.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I
0: never even thought of
1: that. Well, here's the thing. Here I will I will actually make an argument for that. Cause I was a really good kid.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. me too.
1: It would never occur to me.
0: Me either. How yeah. so to manipulate the situation, and so I think
1: if you are, but Corey's already been established as a kind of, a of
0: a mischievous. He was the mischievous like, one.
2: But you know, I don't know if he is mischievous. You know what he is. He's he's a negotiator. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the kind of guy who like wants to argue. He works his, the room. He talks his way through yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little different than You're being right. like a that's like a, a schemer who you know.
1: So and he's yeah. a lawyer. He's more of a yeah. lawyer. Yeah. So
2: it's more like a little lawyerly stand up comic. That, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. trying to talk his way out of things yeah. rather than you maybe more the like actual planner of the schemes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That makes okay. sense. We're I'll buy that. Figuring this out. Yeah. I mean,
2: I wrote down Sean is kind of an evil sidekick. Yeah. You know, and that's and it's. It's the beginning of that. Also, God, man, do I I never stop touching my hair. I Ever know. stop touching your wow, hair? Wow, is it annoying? I can't believe that they didn't like talk to me.
0: They like, loved it.
2: Are you kidding? This is the you
0: were then in the team so magazines like a year later. It's they so loved it.
2: Distracting. Like I just want it, to. It's clearly a, a nervous habit, like a tick. Well, you know? I also
1: noticed in this episode we get another a couple Ben belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i also think that is just a, an it's yeah. just a nervous yeah so that's
2: why i can't believe anybody didn't tell me like michael or right. any of the directors be like writer stop touching your hair yeah because it's so distracting i don't know maybe it's not as distracting Every. Uh, that's the thing me. is
0: maybe you're just hyper vigilant over watching I know, you guys definitely noticed it too. i, noticed, I noticed, it noticed it in the bedroom it. scene more than anywhere else yeah, yeah in the bedroom yeah. scene for sure but yeah. it also
1: doesn't take me out of the scene i just no. think oh there's writer doing his hair thing doing his hair thing um, and so, yeah, it's definitely more distracting to you because yeah. it's you, but you know what else it is?
0: Honestly, it's because they're straightening your hair. Yeah. Um,
1: That's it's, right. it's, it's one of those things.
0: If you watch any show or movie, any actor playing with their glasses is an actor who doesn't wear glasses right. in real life. Yeah. Right. So you have your hair being done every day. You're not used to it. So it's like your hands are going through it. Totally. So it's that kind That's of true. thing. You know, yeah. it's that kind of thing. It's yeah.
1: also significantly longer when it's straightened. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. it's in your eyes and you're yeah. trying to get it out of your face. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so they opened the letter. Uh yeah, I wrote bad uh bad influence Sean, really the start yeah. of this. Now I also noticed this is such a stupid thing, but we listen, we watch the shows with Chirons with the you know subtitles. Oh, okay. In this episode, the Chiron says Sean spelled S E A N. No. Really? Yes. Huh. And then later in the show, it's spelled Sean S H A W N.
0: Are you watching on old school DVD or are you watching on Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Interesting. Me too. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Cool. so i noticed i just because it has occurred to me a few times when people don't know how to spell our character names and i think well how do people not know how to spell our character names and i go oh because they weren't reading the scripts yeah i've
2: always been baffled by the opposite question how do they know how to spell Sean? because right. sean's usually everyone because the female version of sean is spelled s-h-a-w-n traditionally mm. s-e-a-n is the male version oh, so the didn't writers I kind of made a mistake by spelling sean the way they did and yet, everybody knows it. Like fans, right. people yeah. come up to me, they always spell it correctly. Well, there are definitely episodes
1: so, where- um, It was written down somewhere. It's in the title of the episode. Yeah, that's Or true, true. where- yeah. it's, That's right. Where, where there was, the, I know there's an episode, I don't remember what it is, but there's an episode where we are, our class, um, our yearbook pictures are in mm-hmm. there. And so they have our name uh, and right, our okay. yearbook pictures.
2: Oh so uh, Corey is always spelled correctly too. Which, you know, you could do it with an E. Right. And people yeah, yeah, always yeah. People And I'm know. like, how do they figure this yeah. out? Like, I know. But I guess there are scripts of Boy Meets World available online. Yes. Because I've had people show up and had me
0: sign. Yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. Yeah. I wonder, again, though, it's... It's also experiences. I know that sounds ridiculous, but my best friend growing up when I, until I was like eight years old was named Sean, and it was S-H-A-W-N.
3: It
1: was? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, okay, cool. um,
0: so yeah, I mean, that's... I, <laughs> to me, that was always spelled correctly. Oh, okay. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just very strange.
1: Okay, so they open the letter, and um, they're just gonna re- replace the envelope. So then we're still in Corey in Eric's room. Corey is listening to classical music with his Philly's finger on.
0: Now, I remember this specifically. Do you know why I remember this? No. I remember this because they brought... Ray Colcourt down to the set to show Ben wow. how to wow. work with Ben on how to conduct a symphony. Like, I remember which absolutely is ridiculous because that.
2: it's so funny. Oh, of over course, the top. Exactly.
0: It's, it has nothing to do with it, but he came down to the set, he had his baton, and he was teaching Ben how to conduct a symphony. Like, I'll never forget that.
2: It's That's really funny. funny. I love I, that they're just like. All right, Corey Matthews, are you listening to classical
0: music?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well yes, so you must like Beethoven. You must be a genius. Well,
1: they do say they've just come from the meeting with Feeney. So imagine <laughs> right. as a parent, you get called to the school and Feeney says, so he's taken an IQ test and apparently he's a genius. And then the whole way home they're saying, uh, Do we buy this? But right. how would he would he cheat and wouldn't he come clean? Well, and I'm then assuming you walk into the house and you hear classical music coming from his bedroom. You would walk in a little bit like uh-huh. Is this for sure? Show. Yeah. Now, do you think that was the conversation they had, or do you I think, think the
0: conversation it. is Feeney going, He cheated on the test? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's exactly what the conversation yeah. <laughs> was. was. Like,
2: how do you guys want to play this? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and them
0: being like,
1: Oh, let's we'll let Corey figure this yeah,
0: out. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and we'll just yeah. Be, yeah, it's interesting. Yep.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's too direct for Feeney. I feel like Feeney would have been playing, playing the parents. My, too? Yes, well, not playing the parents, but a little bit of the same way so the here's parents what do. We want to just come right out with no proof and call your kid mm. a cheater. I feel like Feeny would have said, "Listen, I we know this child well. Yeah. us, and okay. we, and this, and so this is here out are of the character." Results. This feels out of character to me. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Right. And let them agree with him, and then say, "So, how do we all play that?" That's, that's that's a good yeah, part. I can see that too.
2: more subtle. I can see that. You're the Feeney whisperer. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, definitely. <laughs> Tell Phil us more about Feeney's backstory. <laughs> <laughs> backstory. I want
1: to know <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. He also does that with what salad to eat every night. He makes a salad for dinner. Right? It's just for, arugula uh, and that's uh, it. Spinach. A giant bowl for himself.
2: I just came up with a TV show prequel. Prequel show origin story for Feeney People it's have talking, people have pitched that to me. Really? Because yeah. how great would it be to see him in high school or in college? Yeah, Man. and like with his Mr. Feeny.
1: Fu, 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 Feeny? <laughs> yes.
0: Wow.
2: Oh my I like god! It. I would love to watch that show, but make it like a straight
1: becoming fun. Fa- fa- and fa- and it's, fa- it's it's
2: basically like Dangerous Minds, like the the evolution of him as a teacher. Like when he it's his first year teaching out okay, of college. Okay. So he's only it's like 1968 because tw- yes. he
1: he said that he, he had been teaching for 35 years and okay. it's 93, so it's 1968. Oh,
2: Vietnam era America. Oh, 68 was it? Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. That's okay. So you know, end
2: of Korean War. Okay. So 58, he's teaching. Yeah, this would be an amazing... Well, now, like, you like, want to see him in high school? No, I want to see him... I want to see Dangerous Minds uh, stand and deliver, you know, like the the teacher who becomes... like it, it, maybe so i not a, talking sitcom? No, it's a movie. It's a drama. It's, uh, what is <laughs> it's Feeny it's like the in the 70s? Yes, that's that's true. What was Feeny like in the 70s? I
0: think he's a total hippie. Yeah? No. God, <laughs> you see, he's just a total flower child. He's just... No, people have said that to me. They're like, you know you should do? You should do a prequel of Feeny, and you should play him. I was like... That
1: seems like that would
0: take people out of yeah, the realm of normal. Yeah. Uh, for that kind that of thing, that would be
1: hard to um, focus on.
0: Yeah, I but I listen, writer. Yeah,
1: we'll develop this idea yeah. after. Okay. All right,
0: sounds All right. good.
1: Sweet. Okay, so he's listening to classical music. He's got the Phillies finger on. Alan and Amy are watching him from the front door. They say they know about the IQ test that he scored the highest in the history of the school district. And Amy says she doesn't understand why Corey's IQ tests are way up here, but his test scores are We're way good, down right. here. And Corey says it's because of a flaw in their public education system, yeah. and the system has failed him. That's yep.
2: like the genius Corey lawyerly. Exactly. Yep. I, I was like, this is a pretty great argument. Yeah, yeah. Great, my great response. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. Uh, Morgan walks into the room. System She's dressed phase. like a zombie. She's got a fake eyeball hanging from her face, oh. and Eric is super proud of it because Morgan picked it out herself.
0: Yes. I actually thought... So the last episode was really painful for me to watch. The Nikki Cox episode. Yeah. That was that was horrifying for me. <laughs> we, like you horrifying. Told us. <laughs> um this one I felt like I was a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. It was not great, but it was definitely a, I was starting to slowly get it a little bit. Yeah. So this one was not as painful to watch. And we talked about how the last episode was actually the first episode that we filmed. That's that's why. But it's This this was a little right between
1: 105 and 106. Actually, a lot of time. Yes, like four episodes or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But here's a question for you guys. Did you ever get so around the after you've shot two or three episodes, generally, then the episodes that you've shot go to research and focus groups, watch the episodes Mm, and not, those back fo- then. not back then. That was they, that's that's Disney. Gonna, that's, now? that's now
2: Disney Channel does that. Okay. Back then, ABC did not. They, that's they what didn't I was going to say. So, did groups. you guys get
1: you? They didn't do focus groups, and you no. didn't get feedback.
0: No, I never got enough. Okay. But wasn't there something back in the day called like your Q rating, which yes. they yes. weren't supposed yes. to do, and you weren't supposed to know what you it was. supposed to know, but everybody did it anyway, and it was yeah. like it was. It was technically like it wasn't illegal, but it was like you don't. It you was don't basically
2: do the equivalent of knowing how many followers somebody has on social media. Your Q rating was your recognizability based on. Some sort of algorithm that took into account how many times you appeared on television and how high of a rating those appearances made. It and then they, they were able to break it down. I got a copy of my Did you really? I got a copy of the Q rating. This was like in ninety-seven, ninety eight. Some my manager or whatever got a hold of it. And I was, like, on a list, and I was, like, 30-something, I, f- I want to say. And I, was, wow. I remember everybody being, like, oh, this is actually a pretty high Q rating yeah, for a teenage actor. Yeah, I was told I accurate. had a
1: high Q rating, yeah. too. And I just knew it was about, because even it, it's about whether or not somebody, they may not know your name. Yes. But if they look Recognize at your, your face, face, they go, yes, I know her. Exactly. Wow. And so, so it's, it's okay. frequency
2: on television, like, and it would take into account if you – were on a news program or had done an mm-hmm. interview, and it would take all huh. of that into account and sort of crunch the numbers to say like you've been seen by this many people this consistently, so therefore
1: we can
0: put you wow. on a rating scale of like. You I know, can't believe you got a hold of it. Yeah, I have, I, no, know. I have No idea what mine ever was. Weird. Should
1: have. Been. I, I don't remember what mine. So, my so I guess was, that doesn't just, exist I just, anymore. I guess. Right? I mean, I'm Why sure it, it does. I think. Yeah, I'm sure it does. They just don't talk about. You don't use it anymore. Well, now you could just know you're influenced
2: True. by some sort of online social algorithm. media. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah,
1: okay so yes I thought you were very natural in this you're yep. you and your
0: I was better it
1: is- we were all getting better I feel like we yes, were all
2: yes, getting yes, comfortable definitely. with like the very notion of a
0: sitcom definitely yeah, and so, more comfortable with each other yeah. and it's and yeah. you know we're getting to know each other as people and that always makes a difference when you're getting closer to your cast where just the, everybody gets more natural chemistry. You just kinda yeah you, natural you fall chemistry.
1: into it a little bit more. Uh, can yeah. we
2: talk about Lily's zombie outfit how awesome it is it was so pretty cool. Great. it's
1: great it's it was really cool uh, so then the next day we're back in Feeney's classroom and Sean tells Corey to enjoy all the attention he's getting, but Corey does not like it, especially since now his parents are involved, and they want to blame the school because they wouldn't. So this is like the first time again where now we see Corey and Sean hatching their yeah, scheme. Yeah, I love
2: this this little like powwow
0: moment. Yeah, I I this was back
1: like, and forth, yes, the banter of this is kind of probably the first time. Yeah, again,
0: I wrote this is the establishment of exactly, Corey and Sean. This episode the two really of you does it together that,
2: uncovering. Yes, yep. and that like him turning back to have this conversation with me is like. I just remember that as like you know that's yeah. in my body. Like yeah. I, I yeah. saw it happen. And I was like, oh yeah, I spent years doing that. Yes. Like, yeah, like sitting on the edge of the desk or leaning forward on the desk. Well, he turned around. Like that was just yeah. That's just how we lived our life yeah. for six years of filming this show. But it yeah. was
0: no longer Corey and a group of guys. No. It was no. now Corey and yeah. Sean
1: yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it was and you can tell how well it worked. It, it, yeah. it, it's it's a really fun. Um, yeah, watching you guys, yeah, interact That is one is really one fun. pairing
0: up where they went, okay, that's, oh, that's done. Good. Like, yeah. yeah, we got that.
1: Um, okay, so you guys decide that you can blame the school because if you hadn't found the answers, you wouldn't. He wouldn't be in this situation, and he wouldn't have found the answers had you guys not been in detention. So, aha, and I love that you say. <laughs> So nothing we do is ever it's, it's our actually, actually our fault. <laughs> it's yes. so great. Um, and then Minkus walks up, Lee, and he wonders how, why Corey copies off of his paper if he's such a genius. And uh, you tell him it's, it's um, that you're admiring, he's admiring another, another genius's genius. work. Yep. And by the way, you then have a genius envy joke. You say genius envy. Yeah.
0: It's a penis envy joke. Yeah. Straight yeah. up penis envy joke, which <laughs> I obviously pretty don't clever. think any of us onwards, got at the time.
1: I did not get it. Well, it wasn't there. But I mean, I wouldn't, I would not have understood it until now. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, pretty clever. I
2: guess I probably understood it. Or if not, I probably would have asked somebody. You understood
1: it as much as you could possibly understand without actually dying? (laughs) 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 Uh, I I think I probably would have (laughs)
2: known what penis envy was at that age. Yeah.
1: Uh, So Mr. Feeney then walks in with a substitute saying she is going to teach the class while he talks to Corey outside. Oh, no. I mean, this is a total nightmare. By the way, this scene in the classroom is where the Chiron ended up saying Sean, spelled regu- correctly. Spelled correctly. Okay. So in this scene, we get Sean correctly. Uh, so we are in the school cafeteria. It's empty. Feeney's making himself a cup of coffee, and he asks Corey if there's anything he wants to bring up to him. Corey says he wants to talk about sports and his laugh that he does.
0: is mm-hmm. great. It's
1: so so great funny (laughs) it's
0: great yeah it is
1: the most natural laugh i've ever seen a kid do yeah on a on a show yeah it's so funny yeah um so he laughs because he's like you know caught and nervous or feels like he may be caught um and so he gives him options about what he wants to talk about Corey says oh let's talk about sports. Feeney says there's a school that's better for people with his kind of an IQ and that the current school is holding him back. So he's not going to be at John Adams high anymore or John Adams middle school as it is. And he says that he's no longer in his class. And this is the when Corey realizes for the first time that this has very, his lie has very bad repercussions. Now we come back and we're in Corey and Eric's room. And this writer is where you are wearing an outfit. That I think,
2: actually. I actually wrote down my shoes were pretty cool. Were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought maybe for sure you'd bring that up. Because ah, I,
1: I have sneakers on cool with sneakers. like this
2: red something. I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah, those are cool I was shoes. so
1: distracted by the upper half of your outfit. I didn't pay attention to the shoes. Because you are wearing a blue long sleeve yeah. with a print, some sort of print short sleeve, but I'm putting short sleeve in quotes yeah. because it comes to mid forearm, oh, yeah. it's medium sleeves. Yeah. It's uh, for what we would, we would call those shants extra- <laughs> in, in, <laughs> the, in, in, the, in the pants. So there you go, oh, there's, oh, yeah. there's wow. the picture now. Okay? Oh, we've got the picture. Blue long sleeve, uh, the equivalent of a shant shirt
2: and then uh, and then a denim, denim
1: vest over it. With and the hood. short with sleeve shirt hood. is And look at the, us
0: both with hoods. We both you have- pants? Are they? Do they go all the way to the bottom? Are you wearing three quarter <laughs> no, length no, pants No, no, they, they too? do. Go,
1: they just—they're so baggy. They're like <laughs> resting okay. on his shoes. Wow! And then you've got cool sneakers on. That again, I was so. But I look at this and I really do think, other than that shirt being that short sleeve shirt being a little too long, I actually like that outfit. Okay, okay. I think that's kind of cool. I yep. get it. I, I get mean, it. it's it, it, it. The basic
2: the the goal of the uh, costumer was clearly to layer. Yeah. Everybody is layered mm-hmm. and it's kind of true. Like if people just wear t-shirts, especially kids, it gets kind of boring to look yeah, at, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like the whole idea is to like give, give people a little depth and yeah. so, you know, so I
0: I, I I have a question which I, and, and again, this might be something I'm completely making up. It might also just be a rationalization at the end of the day. Do you have any, were any of those multi layers, did any of that have to do with making it so you didn't feel the balls when they were shot at you? You no, know, like we're going to put on every three episode. or four, three no, or four layers. No, because I'm, I'm, to, to, I'm okay. wearing
2: three or four, and so is Ben. Like, we're always yeah. wearing three or four layers. I thought shirts you were going to shirts. say,
1: what my question is, is Is there where the show takes place in Philly? Is there some of it that's an aspect of, well, it Weather. may be cold outside, but we don't want to have jackets on, because jackets, did, oh, let that's me tell you. That's a better that's question, but so that's actually, what it, pretend that was mine,
0: but too. The,
2: the real, did, do you guys ever feel like our show took advantage of its location, though, in that no, sense. No. No. Like, we never really it's had discussions creatively about, like, well, this besides him liking Philly's, the Phillies. But, yeah. I mean, all through seven seasons, we were just kind of a generic place. That's what, that, yeah. that's what you want, right? though.
0: You want it to be any town USA no, so that you can so. watch the show. I don't think
2: so. I think setting it, is so important. It and It depends I think on a,
0: what kind of show. For an adult yes. show, yes, New York has its own kind, and that's why every sitcom, Seinfeld, Friends, they're all Take in New seat. York. For a kid show, you want a kid to be able to turn Generic. on the show in the middle of the country yes. and go, "This is my town. my house, my town." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Totally. It's,
1: no, yeah. it's it's
2: very suburban. Mm-mm. We don't know where in Philly, you know. And but then there are episodes where, like, you know, I become a gangster or I'm working for gangsters. Yeah. So That's we're definitely in a, a city.
1: But like, episode, yeah. think about it. It's you know? it's Halloween. It's October, end of October yeah. in Philly. Yeah. It's probably pretty cold, and I just yet don't you guys think they were having any in discussions in like that? From I mean, I don't think I don't think we ever
0: talked about never talked about like the weather. No, no.
1: I know for a fact that I was talked about with weather because I was constantly put in jackets. And here's a fact. I cannot act in a jacket. (laughs) I have no talent with a jacket on. None. It's your kryptonite. You, it is. You put me in a jacket and suddenly I'm like, wah, wah, can't do anything with this jacket. I If I have a jacket on, the first thing I want to know is when do I get to take my jacket off? Can oh, I walk wow. in taking my jacket off? Because I cannot act in a jacket. Wow. And so I know that I was regularly talked about like, well, it's supposed to be winter. And it was like, please I don't care Envoy Meets World yes
2: wow they would
0: often do that then with winter but do you remember ever doing that with summer like meaning it's like we're gonna put you in shorts because it's obviously hot outside (laughs) no not really like that never happened no I know I don't
2: remember any of these conversations about weather or setting like
0: to me it was always like we were just. You walked into the little feeling. to the little wooden places behind the set where your clothes were hanging, and you'd put on your clothes and you'd walk out of the set. Right. Like well, that was it. Oh, we've
2: well, we talked time about for this. Yeah, it's a good time for the. Well, yeah, I think so. Oh, I've already asked him.
1: Oh, you have? I have asked him now.
0: This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies
2: Deadlines at work. Your kid's screaming at you.
1: Non-stop
2: traffic. The world is ending.
0: That's a big jump there, Ryder. Oh, sorry, kind of true. Yeah, well, when we want to get away from the struggles of everyday life and have some comforting me time, we break into some Keebler Sandys.
1: Let's say it's finals week and Mr. Feeney has scheduled all of the tests into one day. How will Topanga find a comforting moment to herself? Go to the mall? Mm, not with this hair.
0: Play guitar with her father, Jedediah?
1: Depends on which Jedediah. Bite into some delicious Keebler Sandies? Exactly. Keebler Sandies are buttery shortbread cookies made with simple ingredients.
0: And each Keebler Sandies cookie is baked to perfection by the adorable Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and texture that melts in your mouth.
1: God bless those little Keebler Elves.
2: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you
0: going. So, the next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
1: Tell the Elves Pod meets World sent ya. And with 25% off,
0: you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
1: Go to books.com and use promo code world for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S
2: dot promo code world. Books, promo code world.
1: When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If
0: we could, we would take Hyundai
1: to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever.
0: Say teched-out again.
1: Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose.
0: Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV.
1: The standard ultra-fast
2: charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger.
0: So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia.
1: And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai. It's
2: your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com.
1: Call 562 314 4603 for complete details. 2024 IONIQ 5 Rear Wheel Drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.
2: Will. Yeah. How do you feel about changing your clothes?
1: What, what, do you have any? Issues with getting dressed?
0: I can't stand it. I hate it. (laughs) See? I hate it. Really? I hate, I hate trying on clothes. Yep. I hate shopping for clothes. I hate having to change my clothes. No, but it's
2: having to change. When you walk into a room and there's a bunch of different outfits that you have to put oh on gosh. to try stuff on, You, your heart yes, and You have to do it as Danielle, fast as possible. You have nicely. to do it as fast as possible. Get it out of the way.
1: And it it's, also has to immediately be hung up on a hanger. I okay. was never one of those to drop my you, clothes on the floor. It's
0: that uh, you just, we, we were doing all this press stuff, and you just, because I look awful all no, the time. No, stop. I'm not good with clothes. I just am, and never have been. You put me with your- uh, uh, Wonderful
1: stuff. Stylist Amazing
0: Mimi. St- stylist Mimi, who was coming. I had COVID at the time, mm-hmm. so I couldn't actually see her in person, but she right. would come to the house and she would drop off bags of clothes in the front of the house. And I would stare at the bags of clothes before I even opened the door because I was anxious yeah. that the freaking okay. clothes wow.
2: were So, so dear, dear listeners, this is a realization I had mm. <laughs> about three weeks ago or a month ago. I was getting dressed, hating it, as I always do, because when I am changing my clothes – I, my heart starts racing. I, I feel like I've got to get it done as fast as possible. And I was like, wait a minute, why do I feel this way? And I walked into the next room and my wife was working. I was like, Alex, do you, do you ever get stressed out by changing? She's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I realized this is a holdover from- when we were on the show we would have to change while the entire audience was waiting between scenes so the cameras would be moving from one set to the other and we would have to run backstage because it's and they different these...
1: days of course right. throughout yeah. the, se- throughout yeah. the right. course of a script and you have
2: to and, they, and th- there's time pressure because we have to get the episode done in time for the nine and a half hour limit that, be, that kids can only work nine and a half hours and the audience
1: is only there for like three hours exactly
2: so there was so much pressure on us to get changed quickly and to put on those clothes in time for the next scene so they wouldn't wait for us like that was always what was the fear right? Is that you'd be that that you'd hold up all of production? Yeah. And I just realized I've internalized this so much. So then I came and I asked you, Danielle, and you said,
1: "Yes, yeah. I am the exact same exactly. way. Getting dressed is now, something we'll, that needs to be done very quickly. I still sometimes will, if I have to, um, if I know the next day I have a time crunch, I'll figure out what I'm going to wear the night before. I always and then do that. Put it in. A, do you do that? I right? do
0: that. I do. If I, there's something I have to do, like if I'm going to fly. My outfit that I have to yeah. wear for the plane is laid out. The shoes are next right. to it. The socks are folded. But no, but I do that with a lot of different things. Like but what about like a changing to me an, a changing room in a, in a, a department store? I, I can't stand. I won't it. go anywhere. Near no,
2: it. It. I won't go anywhere. it. I, I would rather near. buy
1: stuff. And, then and try it and not fit. And, then not fit and have thank to go back. You. I yeah, just order
2: you. everything online that you say, but it. yeah,
1: isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. Like, And it's so crazy. that I never that, put it together no. until Ryder mentioned it to me that he had it too. I oh. never put it together. I just assumed it was because I am um, so type A that almost everything in my life has a very much like, why can't we do this any faster? Nope. I'm a real fun person to be around. And I'm... Um, <laughs> So <laughs> are uh, you are so yep. I no changing it was clothes just that, is but a, no very,
2: it's like and I yeah I just realized like I'm sure we're gonna discover more of these kinds of things as we talk about this but I I have such anxiety about changing well, clothes. well and you and-
1: you had a uh, hooded vest and a hooded shirt yes. and a T-shirt oh, you had uh, to take off and and possibly change your jeans yep. and then put on new three and shirts. it's also
0: everything's new. Yeah. Like all the clothes you put on are too. new you and ironed to, and yeah. stiff, and there was nothing like "Ooh, these are my old jeans that I've my worn forever." And I, like and I remember Ben and I. Ben and
2: I got yelled at the first season because we didn't hang up our clothes. Oh, so, boy. because we just would we would run into the change, we'd rip off our whatever right. outfit and grab the next one off the hangers. And I remember the wardrobe department being like, "No, no, 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 we're not your mom's." Exactly. When you're done with it, yeah. and so we also not only did we have to rush taking off our clothes, we had to then hang them up on hangers.
0: Yeah.
1: So I mean, the whole process is just a it's awful. It makes my heart wardrobe fitting, all that it. stuff. I, can't I hate stand it. Say it. To hate it so
3: much. Yeah, I'm not. But
2: I, yeah,
1: I, no. I, I think it's part of the reason why I've never been. I wish I was. I wish I had good style. Like I wish I had a good fashion sense. Me but too. I think I I so stay away from it. Yep. I also feel like it hindered me ever knowing what my own style really is because yep. people were dressing you. People were dressing me, yeah. and so I didn't know. I this just is kind your of, style. Yeah, here's yeah, yeah, my style this yeah. week, and I I you know now the only thing I know is like oh, I'm self-conscious about this part of my body, so I don't wear this. Like, I don't wear cap sleeves. I'm built like a linebacker. And so I, anything that is like cute and feminine up top, I put it on and I'm like, I'm here. I'm here to to pick up your kids. Like, I do not like it. So like, I know that. I know the stuff that I'm like, I'm built like a linebacker, don't like to wear cap sleeves. But I, otherwise, as far as like, well, what kind of style do you like? I'm like, mm. Show me some things. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I well, that's basically what you didn't did.
2: figure it out until my mid thirties.
1: Yeah. Well you but, figured it 20- out
0: though. That Danielle very nicely was like, Hey, we're gonna be I doing all this stylist. press. And I I use this lady. Would you want her number? Like, that's probably a good idea. I want a stylist. She, yeah. I'm gonna do this. No, uh, Mimi. She's the awesome. She's awesome. And again, you just don't have to think about anything, but it is changing this and changing that. And then and then I was taking pictures of it like to to send to her. To yay yes. or nay things. And it was just like taking Polaroids when you get, it was oh, so gosh, like, yes. anxiety ah, inducing. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, we can, we can anyway. move on. We're
1: all, are, I'm Ooh, sweating. Um, big,
0: big, big, <laughs> big breath, everybody. Ooh. Deep breath. Right, and let's, let's change let's our get, shirts. Let's
2: get to this living room scene. Okay. So. Oh, well, we should finish the scene, which is I walk out saying, go ahead, take the test. Because I figured out that yeah. that's going to resolve this whole problem. Exactly.
1: Right. Yep. They just, they're going to, if they're going to make you take another one, take this one honestly, right. and they'll see that you're and you'll see, average. Yes. Uh, okay. So we're in the living room and Jane Carr, who is playing Ms. Bertram Man, from she's Mensa. Funny. She's so funny. She's talking to Alan and Amy in the living room while Corey is taking the IQ test right behind them, which doesn't seem like uh conducive to good no, test taking, no, but of whatever. Course not. Okay. Um, she asks Morgan a question to see if she also may be a genius since Corey's a genius and Morgan answers, uh, booger, booger.
2: biggest laugh of the show for Indy.
1: Really? Indy loved
2: that. He it was, was like, actually bugger. pretty it's funny. It's pretty set up perfectly. It's pretty funny, and, and he she, did, hit, she nailed it. I mean, obviously Indy doesn't understand. Right. He just loved hearing the word booger out yeah. of a little girl's mouth, and seeing that it upset an yeah. older lady was just hysterical. Did both him.
0: of you come up with your answer to what her analogy actually was? Flower. what well, Because well, well, she says, uh, oak is to elm it, as, as daisy, daisy is, is too.
2: to Flower? No, I would just name another flower, Rose. Right, I would have said Uh, Rose. That
0: was the first thing that went through my head was like, (laughs) what would I have? I'm really smart. Wow, you did not pass the IQ test. (laughs) I'm really smart. Thank you, you can go. (laughs) Uh,
2: I was fascinated by the class positioning of the Matthews family in this scene. I've never thought about, you know, like where... like how upper class or lower class but there's right. this idea like she's the snob judging right. them yeah. and the being a tradesman remember she or the yeah. trade workers yeah. or so. and it was so interesting it felt very um uh roseanne-ish you know yeah. like like in the night i feel like nowadays I don't, I don't i don't know it was just interesting to consider like all right we don't i, I guess they're middle class but they're not like, he works in a grocery store. Like, they're being judged,
3: basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I found that
2: interesting that, like, the show was positioning the the, the the Matthews, you know, as opposed to, like, the Cosby show where they did have sure. money and they just yeah. kind of never talk about it. They never, well, you know. Well, think
0: about who their neighbor is. Their neighbor is a public school teacher. Right. So they very much are in a probably... I'd say middle, it wouldn't be lower middle class, but middle class family, pretty
2: big house, and, and yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a freakish. it's
0: a sitcom, big house kind of thing. But again, that's your teacher is I mean, you know, I remember with Girl and, Meets
2: World, this drove me crazy, like oh, the, the size New of York. the apartment, mm-hmm. and you're just like to live in New York, that would be it. oh yeah, eight thousand dollar a month, apartment. eleven thousand dollar a yes. month apartment, yeah, exactly. But so it's interesting to me that, that 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 at this stage there was a consideration of class and positioning the Matthews in the sort of middle class, but like maybe lower middle class,
1: like. Just yes. straight middle class, like just. Yes. I think somewhere between lower middle class and middle class. Is yeah. kind that's of what the sweet I spot yeah, that's what I would, I think that's absolutely three kids. correct. kids, it's hard to be lower middle class when you've got three kids. Yeah, yeah. but so Alan's he owns the grocery, or he's a no, manager. he's the manager, manager of manager. the largest
0: grocery yeah. store I'm, and- I-
2: I'm gonna keep an eye on this because I'm curious, especially as we get into the later seasons, like how because he ends up taking on the the out outdoor store, the camping yeah. store. I also
0: don't remember and we'll get into this, I'm sure we'll see it. And you know there's gonna be moments where we're like, oh man, I completely forgot about that. But it's gonna be like, do they talk about how many cars they have? Yeah. Do they have one no. car? Do they share cars? That's yeah, what I don't, like that kind But well, there's stuff. that convertible that we all ride in the open <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we've, got, we've got the great sixty five Mustang we're coming just...
3: <laughs> up. Whose <laughs> car
0: is it? For no it's reason. Floating through
1: space. <laughs> Uh, that th- those credits. Right. Why do we all remember shooting those credits so well? Cuz it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare And also nightmare. because
0: Ryder left halfway through. Oh. And mm-hmm. so some of the shots it's like he's supposed to be <laughs> hidden behind the door when actually he's on a plane to like, you know, Macau or where, wherever the hell he's where, going. Where are we going. I don't remember. You're I don't remember up that north. I was only You're I was probably, probably going just going home. Like, but yeah, But you were like, "No, I'm leaving." It's I'm like leaving. we're
2: halfway through this. Okay. But we also just remember those days because they were special. You know, yeah. whenever yeah, yeah, we were yeah. doing something different, like TGIF credits bumps or something or like that. Stupid TGIF
0: bumps. Oh, those are good. hey,
2: we should watch one of those. Can we get a hold of them? Oh, I'm sure, sure. I'm we, sure are we can. All right, listeners, if you know how to get a hold of TGIF, I think
1: if you bumps, go, there's an Instagram page that's like, uh, like yeah, where they have somebody's uploaded them mm-hmm. to YouTube well, cause or Cause there's one I, I
0: saw watch. of I'm walking around the set with a video camera and I'm videotaping like interviews with you guys. And at that's one point right. I'm like, Hey Danielle, who's texting you? And you're like, none of your business will. Oh, and it was my like, gosh. you got this giant pager. That's yes. like this big, you know, that kind of thing. So you see <laughs> those things. Texting. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like who, it wasn't even texting. It's like, yeah. who's, who's beeping you or yeah. paging, paging you. you. So yeah, you oh, get gosh. all that kind of stuff.
1: Pager code was the best. Um, Jane Carr was awesome. Just for the record. Corey hands the test in. Um Ms. Bertram says it takes most students over an hour to take the test. She starts to grade the test and she says, wow, his IQ is that of an average sixth grader. And then she seems like, you know, did you really think you were going to get away with it? Like everyone's in on it. Everyone knows. Ms. Bertram says that actually, it's not that he cheated before. He's cheating this time. He's a real genius, but he's pretending to fail so he doesn't have to change school. This, this was a clever
2: moment. I yeah. Because you yeah. Set up. you're waiting for them to reveal, yeah. you know, every. So you're just waiting. And so adding this little extra wrinkle, I thought was clever.
1: I thought so, too. It it's cute. actually very cute. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see it coming. So then Corey confesses to his parents. He found the answers. They figured out, but they were waiting for him to fess up. Morgan walks in again with her zombie costume on. Ms. Bertram walks out annoyed. And Corey does end up getting grounded. But they let it start the day after, after Halloween. Halloween. My parents never did that. Like never. You,
0: that you, this is what you're grounded.
1: You're grounded. You're missing the school dance. I was grounded once right wow. before what did you our do? school dance.
0: What'd you do? Do you remember? I was smoking.
1: <gasps> I started smoking at fifteen. Wow. On Boy Meets World. How can you smoke you at such a young age? That is that.
0: horrifying. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> heavy, I was a heavy smoker by like twelve. Wait a minute. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. I remember actually. You, so you and I, I might remember you with the cigarette. Yeah, we might have smoked together a couple times back in the day.
2: <laughs> I thought you were older, though. I thought you were like no.
0: 17.
1: I was like fifteen, <laughs> fifteen, somewhere between fifteen and sixteen. Will, did you give her cigarette? No, you no. Probably would have
0: lit it for her, but I <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were
0: sweet. You know, you go oh, for oh, a smoke oh, break. Come on, yeah. you're twelve, thirteen. You <laughs> know, <laughs> <Widow, laughs> how you doing, <laughs> Hollywood? <laughs> What's the problem? It's
2: the it's time.
1: You yeah, have yeah. a martini after the martini shot. Holmes, total told on me. <gasps> that's, no. that's being a good studio teacher. Exactly. That's well, great. my mom, my mom had said, so my mom is very, you know, my parents were very involved and they were, my mom, nothing got past my mom and smoking is smelly. Really? Yeah. Really you gotta know how to smelly. do it. You gotta know how to yeah, do it. Gloves. Yeah. Gloves. I mean, I learned eventually, yeah. but <laughs> <Yeah>. at first
0: <laughs> you gotta know how to do it.
1: I, I would just probably thinking, well, it's been hours. How on earth could I possibly smell? My mom suspected, she talked to David Combs and she said, I want you to watch her like a hawk. Wow. And David then saw me smoking and called my mom. And my mom, I got home that day and my from work and my mom said, hi, how you know how was your day? And I, I said, my day was fine. She goes, okay, dump your purse out. <sighs> and I said, huh? She goes, yeah, dump your purse out right here on the counter. And I was like, okay. And in my head I thought, so smart that I put them in my car. <laughs> Or they weren't in my car. They were. I must have. I hid them somewhere because yeah. I wasn't driving yet. Yeah. But they were hidden, and I thought, great. This, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Done. ahead and go along with this, and yeah. they not gonna be in there. There was loose tobacco oh, all at no. the bottom she's of my like, purse, What's and this? she's yeah, and so Ugh. I dumped my purse out. Parents there was become loose tobacco. like CSI and she technicians said technicians eventually. I know you're smoking, and I was like, well, I wouldn't say I'm smoking. Yes, I've had, I have smoked, <laughs> but like, I am not smoking. Not like, I'm not addicted. I'm not continuing to do it. Wow. And it was, you know terrible and i was in so much trouble and i was grounded starting that that moment and so what it meant was that i could wake up in the morning go to work and then i had to come immediately home and my i had a phone in my room and a tv in my room and my big cd player you know my six disc cd player and everything got ripped out of my room Ah, so no tv in my room no phone in my room no cd player in my room i was allowed to study read and go to work and that was it and wow. I was our vice versa at Calabasas High School or um, yeah, my vice versa dance was coming up and I had a boyfriend and we were supposed to go. And you and couldn't go. I couldn't wow. go. My mom was a real stickler about uh, grounding, as you should be, especially with something as terrible for you as smoking. Sure. I wish it had, um, I wish I had listened. Uh, I but I never yeah. got grounded as a kid. That was not like- I got no, grounded I occasionally.
0: And there, nothing, but like when you get grounded, man, it makes you want to have a smoke. <laughs> I mean, be honest with you. It's like, like nothing you makes you want room. to have a smoke like sitting there grounded. You're 13 and you're like, "Ooh, I need a smooth one right now." <laughs> it's true, but it's terrible.
1: Oh, oh it's awful. Oh my gosh. I am, uh, you did not yeah. get grounded, but you no. also had a lot of freedom.
0: So you much did.
3: freedom.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of unusual I, I, in retrospect. But yeah, but my 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 I got in tro- I got sent to my room when I was little. Mm-hmm. Definitely sure. did that. But then uh, you know, I also wasn't that much of a troublemaker. Like yeah. I was I was I think my parents I kind of knew that, like, I was an okay kid. Yeah. You know, um, the first time I smoked pot, I came clean to them because it was mm. an awful experience. And I was very young. And then I was like, a Never pretty, do that Yeah, I was like, I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking. Yeah. I'm not doing any drugs. And I was like that until I was about seven, 16 or 17 is the first time I ever tried alcohol uh, mm. and like... Yeah, I
0: was saying, I didn't start drinking until so, I was like 25. So when
2: we were on the show, I was like super clean cut. I yeah. was right. like Mr. Good, Mr. Good Mr. Straight, straight Edge, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think a, my parents just let me, me let me Yeah, go. You,
1: at the start you were, yeah. No. I, was, I, was I was many seasons in, <clears throat> but anyway, okay, that's why I got in trouble and got grounded. Um, So wow. I thought I thought that was really, I'm not sure why they did it, to be honest. Why would they let him start the day after Halloween? Because because so we were, can have
0: that final scene.
1: R- oh, right. So we can do the test. This is just to so rationalize just it to why it is
0: kind of weird. But there so there's a, a Michael Jacobs, when we were then doing just very quickly, we were then doing Girl Meets World, Michael and I got into an argument on the set about my script because um the script that I had originally written, um Riley gets caught lying, and I had repercussions for getting caught lying, where she got grounded, and he's like, No, cut all that out. I'm like, Well, don't you want Corian Topanga to at least Yeah. Vocalize in some way, shape or form that she shouldn't be lying. And he's like, no, it's not necessary. And we literally got into a fight to the point where we he brought in the ABC executive and he's like, he wants it to be where we're actually grounding the kid afterwards. And I don't think it's necessary. And I know you're going to like side with me. And he pulled it out of the script. So the idea of being grounded, like I had that in there, like, no, you got caught lying. Yeah. You got caught with a big lie. There's repercussions to that. And Michael specifically went out of his way to make sure that wasn't in the script. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that is with the kind of letting the kids slide, but that was in this episode too, where it's like, we're going to, we're going to take some stuff away from you, but not the really fun, exactly. awesome I thing. know
1: there's a really fun day coming up, but you did a really bad thing. So have that fun. And well, yeah, then, and then yeah. when nothing's going on, we'll ground you, from yeah. you. Is it
2: just to keep it? I mean, I mean, I really do think it was just the logistics yes, of I having agree. that last scene, but I also wonder based on what you're saying, Will, like, is there something to, uh, Having it not have a downer of an ending for kids watching a show, maybe like that—that that you get in trouble and you you pay the consequences, but you also can still be a kid and like yeah, you know, like you, quite possibly like making your audience feel shame yeah. is like probably not the best way to end an episode. You no, know? but at
0: the same time, there's also that this episode, along with I mean, more than any episode we've seen so far, is about consequence. Yes. So I mean, it there's the idea that it's like you're you did this, now this is going to happen to you. But you can still go on the roller coaster is a bit like, oh, Okay.
1: Yeah, it kind of bumped me, but but you're right, right? I get I what think you're the saying. I lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. the logical, Absolutely. Yep. actual technicality thing for this episode is, well, we need to have a scene with right Halloween there. costumes right. Right. to end the show. So, um, Mr. Feeney, we are in Mr. Feeney's classroom. Corey walks up to Feeney's desk with his clown nose. Uh, he said he thought he had to be a genius in order to earn Mr. Feeney's respect. And Feeney says that all his students have to do to earn his respect is try their hardest.
2: Yep. Lovely, lovely life
1: lesson. Yep. Yep. And then we're back in the living room. Morgan answers the door for trick-or-treaters. She gives them each one piece of candy and then gives two for herself. Very cute. Which I thought is very cute. Yep. Uh, Mr. Feeney walks up behind them with rulers and asks Morgan if he can have some of the Matthews candy because his ruler treats are not going over very well. So
0: great. It's so funny. It's a funny joke.
1: So this
2: is actually, I really liked this this beat with Feeney because it's one of the few times where Feeney makes a big mistake yeah. and like you get to see Bill rattled do you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. that never happened on our show no. I mean or maybe I don't remember it that much so this is a f- great comedic moment for Bill to play that sort of like uh I don't know just he's not in charge he's not right. like completely yeah. confident he's not completely cool I loved this scene
1: but what does he normally give out on Halloween this isn't his first Halloween. <laughs> What's he normally giving out? Is he Toothbrushes. Normal- He's yeah. the toothbrush. And, and, out. and normally those go over well? I know.
0: I don't know. either. Yeah. But it's also, so there's something really interesting about the, the balance between Mr. Feeney knowing kids so well in the classroom and knowing them not at all out of the classroom. Yeah. Right. There's something right. kind of cool about that where it's like, I know exactly how to handle kids in that one room. Well, I but also think- Outside of it, I don't.
1: Yeah. I think it's great that we see- that we're getting to see Mr. Feeney the person versus yeah. Mr. Feeney the teacher, the more we have these moments, because up until this point, all of the moments of Feeney in the backyard are still, well, let me address your teacher. Mm-hmm. Hi, George. I have a question. Can, help me with me. You know, my son failed a test. He's right. still playing the teacher role, yep. as opposed to this is peer-to-peer, neighbor-to-neighbor. Right. I yeah. need to borrow yeah, candy sure. from, I'm, I'm borrowing yeah. a cup of sugar from my neighbor. Right, right. Is Whereas, that why
0: you think, is would that be the rationale then for having him literally walk around to the front of the house
2: instead of just over the back. instead of just in, <laughs> yeah. well I mean
0: again it's like you just walk right. out and you're right there well, there's but no he gate there around there, right? the front of the house but there
2: is no gate of the fence is there there was, no there, they hopped over the fence
3: they they, one in they later eventually than, add than they add one put one in later yeah. okay interesting
0: yeah so I think there's they no eventually access. add one
1: yeah and I don't think kids yeah, kid, yeah we would have needed to change the location then of the scene because kids are not coming in through the backyard through the back do,
0: right yeah, yeah yeah very yeah interesting right.
2: and uh, so what I remember about this filming this too is that, so that's actually Ben's voice right doing. Yeah. Du- so while that is Dustin or Dusty, we found it, Dustin, Dusty. Dusty uh playing the part of the masked kid, kid. Yeah, masked kid. It he did say those lines behind the mask, but then they had Ben record them. Sure. So it could seem more obvious, I think, that well, that's that the Mr. joke is right. that it's supposed to be. It Corey. sounds like yeah, Corey yeah, yeah, doing yeah. a voice, and that's yeah, what it was exactly.
1: Right. It was actually very confusing to me because there was you are completely cut out of the shot for I, some yeah, reason. Yeah, I saw that too. We see that three children walk up in Halloween costumes. You as Frankenstein, Corey, and then Dusty with the mask. And yet you get framed out of it for, I don't know why. And mm-hmm. I was confused as to who was talking. I yeah. was like, who is talking with these masks? Is it is it the character that's cut off? I, I So it, to yeah. me, it didn't land very well, it's because well. it's
2: looped. I mean, that's also It yeah, sounds, it sounds
1: weird. weird. It's also the way
0: it was shot, though, yeah. was a little strange. Yeah, it was a little yeah, strange. I'm not quite sure
1: what was going on. Or maybe there were maybe there were lines cut out of it. Maybe you did have stuff to say, and it was too hard to show who was talking.
2: I remember it being a scramble. I think maybe we were late. Yeah, it's oh yeah, possible. it's a tag, so it would have been the last thing. Yeah. Night. Last thing. Yeah. I think we were really pressed for time, and I think it was like they grabbed Dusty, and he was like last minute he got a speaking role. And then after he left, they recorded Ben doing right. it. So it was like Dusty said the lines, but then was taken out. His voice yeah. was taken out to
1: so they I James don't know Earl Jones them. Yep. Know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> James Earl Jones.
0: They James Earl Jones. Um.
1: Okay, that makes sense. So Feeney thinks it's Corey. He lifts up the kid's mask, revealing it is not Corey. Feeney walks away to go get candy from Amy in the kitchen, and Sean and Corey are next to each other. They pull up their masks, and we reveal <laughs> Mwah, uh, uh, there <laughs> they are. After <laughs> all, this is a cute episode. It was. It was a very cute episode. Right. I
0: think we're starting. If there's the show is starting to find itself, and we're slowly starting to find ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's this is the first real episode where I noticed that where it's like oh oh okay, yeah. Corey and Sean are a thing. Right. Yep. I don't look like I just found my lines. <laughs> you know, five <laughs> seconds before. Um, we're getting there. I want to see more Topanga.
1: I know. No Topanga yet. I, I mean, just the one. Topanga. Just the one episode. And he kept
2: asking. He's like, "Where's Topanga?"
1: I want to see more Topanga. Mm. I made an Topanga. impact on Indy, did I?
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's what I'm telling you. I think the show is working exactly as it did. It's both, yeah. Which is that's the, you great. Know.
3: Yeah.
1: Interesting. All right. Well, our next episode is season one, episode seven. Grandma was a Rolling Stone. No, my oh, first kiss. This. My Re- first really? on-screen kiss with Carrie Russell. Carrie yeah. Russell. My first kiss. Yeah. Wow.
0: This is this is we got a lot to unpack in this next episode yes. because I asked specifically for this episode, but not for the Carrie Russell thing, but to work with Bill.
3: Oh,
2: so this was the
0: first time you see Eric and Feeney together again. And I specifically went scene? to Michael and is asked,
2: a, is this a pizza scene?
0: Yes. You're holding the pizza. Yes. I remember
2: that wow. run through. I remember this run through because it was like we all lost it and we could see. I remember the whole we were just like oh it works the The Feeney Feeney and Eric Eric. and this is the first time you see it it felt so good and and you holding a piece of pizza and you did it for the run you held a slice of pizza and it was just so funny the way you were like I just remember vividly sitting there with the whole crew and being like oh this is a whole new thing for the show it was fun and the
0: amazing Rue McClanahan played played our grandma well I can't wait to see it I I, I don't
1: think I'm in it so I don't have any memory of it at all
0: this is a great episode
1: because if it's blah 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 my line um (laughs)
0: So, Unless you're wearing a jacket, then it's blah blah blah. Where am I blah, supposed blah, to? Blah, what do I do blah. with my hands?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know. know do. Jacket. <laughs> oh my. Where else are you going to keep your smokes?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, this was a wonderful episode, and um, yeah, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at PodMeetsWorldShow. You can email us your thoughts at PodMeetsWorldShow at gmail com. You can buy your merch at podmeetsworldshow.com. And we'll see you next time.
0: We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Fordell, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Lorraine Burez engineer and Boy Meets World superfan Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. Follow us on Instagram at World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies.
2: Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit.
1: That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
0: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to
1: Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this
2: sounds like the beginning of a horror movie.
1: It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies.
0: I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead.
1: Mixed with chocolate syrup?
0: Ooh, why not?
1: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler
2: Sandy's shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
0: The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference.
0: That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through.
1: BetterHelp provides online therapy
2: on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy.
0: Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you.
1: Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash
2: Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want
1: and purchases you need.